Well, good morning. What an exciting day, isn't it? Wednesday, Wednesday, January 6th, 2021. Wednesday, January 6th, 2021. PVTV, Political Views TV podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Tell your friends. Say, hey, check me out. Uh, uh, this, 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 this guy, this, this guy that you should check out, the FBI listens to him, so he must be doing something right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, please bring someone along with you tomorrow. If you can, if you can, I understand people don't like to re- listen to podcasts. There's so many of them. There's so many podcasts out there. You know that? So count down with me. It is 14 more days until Trump leaves office, 14 more days until uh, Trump leaves office. Uh, Yesterday, Trump tweeted, the vice president has the power to reject fraudulently chosen electors. No, that's not true. We do not live in a dictatorship. If that were true, any sitting president and vice president could just continue to be in office at their discretion. Trump is insane. Pence, literally, Pence is there to read what's in front of him. A, well, I can't say a monkey could do that because a monkey can't read, but a computer voice could do that. He cannot change the results. He cannot refuse to do his job. He cannot substitute the papers in front of him. This is a formality that could be done by anyone. I would like to do it. I'd pay to do it. (laughs) Uh, To do any of what Trump is suggesting would make Pence guilty of conspiracy to commit sedition. His job is to do exactly what I am doing now. Read what's in front of me. Except except I do it while being charming, handsome, and entertaining. Pence just does it while being very boring. Uh, since Trump's uh, speech and, and, and his tweet, uh, Vice President Mike Pence yesterday told Trump that he does not have the authority to block certification of President-elect Joe Biden's win when Congress meets uh, today which I believe they're meeting right now, aren't they? Uh, Anyway, now that I have your attention, let's make an attempt to change the world. Uh, People turned out in Georgia. Man, did they turn out. This is unbelievable. I did not expect it to be this good. Uh, I thought it would be closer uh, with Warnock and that also Ossoff would be uh, behind at this point and have to catch up. But Georgia, you proved me wrong. At the time of this writing, uh, that I wrote this, uh, 90%, uh, 98% of the ballots counted. Warnock holds a substantial enough lead, uh, 50.6% to 49.4%, with a 55,000 uh, vote lead to stop any recount. Okay, you need, uh, you need a half a percentage point, less than a half percentage point difference for a recount. Uh, remaining votes are expected to favor Warnock over uh, Loeffler. Um, the Purdue-Ossoff race is tighter, but surprising to me is Ossoff lead, leads with 50.2% of the vote to Purdue's 49.8%, with remaining votes also expected to favor Ossoff. Less than 20,000 votes separate them, and less than 100,000 need tabulation. They're having trouble with the counting machines over there, so they're having to do it by hand. 
So we'll see what happens. Uh, Ossoff will need to pass 50.3% to stop any recount, and that seems possible. That would mean he would need to get about two-thirds of the remaining vote, and that's according to my math, which is not impossible, two-thirds. And it's it's highly probable my math is correct. (laughs) Anyway, I'm calling it now. Because uh, the recount would not show, even if there is a recount, it wouldn't really show a difference. Not not when you're talking about uh, uh, 20,000 votes. There's not going to be that much of a difference. There's going to be court challenges, of course. I doubt Trump's going to do them. Because Trump is probably fed up with court challenges. <laughs> anyway, Democrats uh, will get, to, uh, get the Senate. And Mitch the Bitch McConnell will be gone as Senate Majority Leader. He will suddenly become Senate Senate Minority Leader if he doesn't lose that seat because people are pissed off at Mitch McConnell. Anyway, uh, even Republicans are pissed off at Mitch McConnell. Uh, minutes ago, John Ossoff claimed victory against David Perdue, but official victory will take some time. Uh, <clears throat> if you remember, we talked about the law firm yesterday that was walking back its connection with lawyer uh, Cleta Mitchell. Uh, Remember, she was on that phone call. The lawyer, Cleta Mitchell, uh, left her partnership position at Milwaukee-based Foley & Lardner. What an unfortunate unfortunate name, Lardner. Uh, One day after the firm issued the uh, unusual public statement expressing concern about her role in the phone call, that phone call in which Trump told Georgia's Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger, to get him 11,780 votes. You just recalculated and they happened to be there, you know? (laughs) Anyway, Eric Trump issued a threat late last night uh, and Senate Republicans who refused to join his uh, uh, father's last-ditch effort to overthrow President-elect Joe Biden's uh, victory, he told pro, uh, uh, a pro-Trump Fox News host, Sean Hannity, insanity Hannity, I call him, uh, he said, tomorrow's going to tell you a lot about the country because I can tell you, Sean, any senator or congressman that does not, meaning on this side, that does not fight tomorrow their political career is over because the MAGA movement is going nowhere. He spelled out, he spelled out his threat specifically to Republican members you know, of Congress who, uh, who refused to join the president's attempt to subvert the will of the American people by saying, he said, they will get primaried next time around and they will lose if they don't stand up and show some backbone and show some conviction. Uh, while Eric Trump, uh, Trump uh, rallied against conservative lawmakers for not backing his daddy's coup attempt, a number of right-wing uh, pundits and MAGA supporters blasted the president last night for likely sinking Republicans' chances in G- the uh, Georgia state run- runoffs, which he did with all his uh, uh, talk about, um, oh, uh, this election is illegitimate and uh, your vote doesn't count or wh- whatever he was saying. That really turned people off from on his side from voting. But apparently rallied the uh, voters on the Dem- uh, Democratic side. Anyway, moving on. <clears throat> there are rumors 
that Trump will leave for Scotland on the 19th. Well, that's going to be difficult. Uh, uh, just before the inauguration. But as I reported a couple months ago, there are some weird going-ons in uh, Scotland financially at, at, at his golf courses and uh, resorts over there. When you have a golf course that's worth maybe $20 million and you spend hundreds of millions of dollars on it, red flags pop up everywhere. If he is to go to Scotland, it seems there's only one condition in which they'll welcome him. If he brings a full list of accounts to explain his murky business dealings there. That's according uh, to reports. Uh, the country's uh, first, prim- uh, uh, first minister, uh, Nicola Sturgeon, uh, uh, yesterday, she addressed the unverified rumors that Trump is heading to Scotland. Uh, Sturgeon, uh, by the way, she previously warned that Trump will face due accountability in Scotland if evidence is discovered proving that his Scottish golf courses have been used for money laundering and fraud. Anyway, she said the idea that Trump would visit during a massive coronavirus surge was unthinkable. Uh, The first uh, prime minister added, we are not allowing people to come into Scotland without any without an essential purpose right now, and that would apply to him just as it applies to anybody else, and coming to play golf is not what I would consider to be an essential purpose. This is the Scottish First Minister telling an actual, I mean, he's he's on his way out, but he's still a sitting president, telling the president, "Uh uh-uh, we don't want you. Oh, man, that must piss him off. I'm the president. You can't tell me not to come there. (laughs) Uh, Moving on. A federal judge in New York uh, uh, on Monday issued an injunction against uh, uh, Trump's June executive order sanctioning human rights lawyers uh, who were cooperating with uh, uh, the ICC, the International Criminal Court, uh, in their investigation of alleged uh, war crimes uh, in Afghanistan, uh, U.S. war crimes. Uh, U.S. District uh, uh, Judge Catherine Polk uh, Faila Fai- uh, in Manhattan issued a preliminary injunction uh, barring the Trump administration from targeting uh, four law professors. Uh, He was targeting him with uh, criminal and civil penalties for supporting the work of the ICC in its investigation of extrajudicial killings, torture, rape, and other potential war crimes committed by military and CIA personnel and allied forces during the 19-year war in Afghanistan. Thank you, Cheney and Bush. Anyway. The ruling came in a case filed last October by the Open Society Justice Initiative and Professors Diane Aman, Margaret de Guzman, Gabor Rona, and Milena Stereo, who argued that Trump's order violates the constitutional rights. Uh, Faila determined, the judge determined that Trump's order unconditionally prohibits free speech so as uh, uh, to induce. Uh, to desist from their investigation of the U.S. and allied personnel, the ICC's uh, uh, investigation. 
in December 2019, the ICC uh, had convened a hearing in, uh, at The Hague, uh, at which uh, prosecutors and Afghan victims of alleged U.S. and Afghan uh, government torture pleaded with uh, court officials to reverse the April decision and conduct a war crimes probe. Uh, the ICC uni uh, unanimously ruled in March 2020 that the investigation could proceed. And Pompeo, condemnation, uh, uh, he condemned it, uh, the decision, calling the ICC an unaccountable political institution masquerading as a legal body. He's, he's t basically telling The Hague, screw you. The Hague. Anyway, in July 2020, uh, top Trump officials were further incensed uh, after prominent Canadian jurist William Shabbos submitted a request to the ICC to investigate senior U.S. and Israeli officials for alleged war crimes committed against Palestinian people, which is always ongoing with Israel. And Israel always claims that if you call them out against uh, with war crimes, that they, they, they say that you're an anti-Semite. That angers me. That pisses me off. I'm not an anti-Semite. I'm anti-war crimes. Anyway, um, if you if you were paying attention to the news yesterday, you saw there was a threat of an attack by plane into the capital that was broadcast over uh, air traffic controller airwaves, which is uh, really uh, uh, supposed to be secure. Uh, several agencies, uh, FBI and law enforcement, are investigating the airwaves intrusion and the threat, uh, which said this is the threat. <coughs> Excuse me. We are flying a plane into the capital Wednesday. Soleimani will be avenged. Uh, of course, a year ago, uh, um, Trump uh, ordered the, the uh, kill on uh, Soleimani, uh, who was uh, actually pretty brutal, so he probably deserved it. Uh, more insanity. Uh, election insanity, by the way. This is state uh, state level. Um, the, Pennsylvania, uh, the Pennsylvania State Senate went crazy yesterday after Republican lawmakers refused to seat a certified Democratic winner of the November election and removed the lieutenant governor presiding over the session. They refused to swear in Democratic incumbent Senator Jim Brewster, who defeated Republican challenger Nicole Z Ziccarelli by 69 votes. That Boy, and you say your vote doesn't count? Let me tell you, your vote counts. <clears throat> uh, Senate Minority Leader uh, Jay Costa, who's a Democrat, of course, uh, called the Republican move unlawful and suggested that Democrats might contest it in court. Uh, Costa uh, accused his Republican colleagues of trying to steal an election in what he argued was a continuation of the Trump playbook. <clears throat> I'm going to drink some tea in a second. In addition to uh, blocking Brewster, Republican senators also voted to remove Democratic Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman from presiding over the session, claiming he was not properly following Senate rules. Uh, anyway, Governor Wolf said voters, not Harrisburg politicians, decided this election and Senator Brewster is the rightful winner. Uh, anyway, uh, the uh, governor insisted all ballots were counted and certified and the results are accurate. 
Senator Brewster received the most votes in this race and should be sworn in as the senator for the 45th district. There is no precedent and no legal rationale for failing to do so. Republicans. Republicans gone wild, man. That's a video I want to see, man. Uh, and, and plus, they're attacking each other. Man, Republicans really uh, don't like to lose, do they? Um, a, Wisconsin, a Wisconsin district attorney announced yesterday that he will not file criminal charges against that uh, Kenosha officer, uh, Rustin uh, uh, Shesky. Uh, remember, on, uh, on August 23rd, he shot Jacob Black in the back seven times at point-blank range near uh, a vehicle, his vehicle, in front of his children that were in, that were in the car. They paralyzed him. And, of course, that sparked, uh, you know, protest all over, um, especially in Kenosha. And remember, that's where um, that, that 17-year-old kid shot those two people and killed them. Uh, killed one of them, I think. Anyway, uh, Kenosha uh, County District Attorney uh, Michael Gravely, uh, during a press, co- press conference, said this was a, a tragedy first and foremost for Jacob Blake, who still suffers from grievous injuries, while also saying that no Kenosha law enforcement officer in this case will be charged with any criminal offense based on the facts and the laws. He, in other words, he's saying, oh, I don't think I can win this case, so I'm not going to file charges. You have two cops with guns on this guy who was bent over in his car, not reaching for a weapon. He's just bent over in his car. Um, the DA claims the police were defending themselves. Sorry. I, I got to call BS on that. According to them, four bullets in his back and three bullets in his side mean he was turning towards them. I turn towards people all the time. That doesn't mean I'm going to attack them. I turn towards people all the time while angry. That does not mean I'm going to attack them. I turn towards my microphone angrily. That does not mean I'm going to attack you. Anyway. A British judge on Wednesday morning denied bail to Julian Assange. Uh, It's a move that will keep the uh, uh, founder, WikiLeaks founder, detained in uh, London prison as the Trump administration appeals the UK court's rejection of its extradition request. What's odd about this is there are no charges pending against Assange in the UK. The US is the only place where charges are pending. No other country has charges against Julian Assange. So why are they holding him pending the U- the U.S. you know challenge. This is ridiculous. He shouldn't be held. He should be. I mean, if you want to put him under house arrest somewhere, fine. But he shouldn't be held in prison. Anyway, uh, in other words, it's not the U.K.'s job to hold our prisoners in prison. Uh, the sudden arrest of dozens of pro democracy activists in Hong Kong. Uh, um, in the in the most sweeping use of the national security law to date is a clear sign that uh, Beijing uh, is going to rein in political opposition. Uh, anyway, the roundup this morning, uh, which uh, this morning would be yesterday, uh, it was widely condemned uh, by Western government officials and human rights groups, will likely further chill an already dwindling protest movement in the... Uh, 
a supposedly autonomous Chinese territory. They are no longer autonomous. China has been, uh, they're supposed to be autonomous for what, another 40 years or something? 30 years? I forget. Anyway, police detained about 50 people, far more than in previous cases uh, under the six-month-old national security law. Those targeted appeared to include all candidates who had run in an uh, uh, unofficial opposition primary last year ahead of the the expected election for Hong Kong's legislature. City leader Carrie uh, Lam, and I remember this, uh, later scrapped the election citing the coronavirus pandemic. You know it's a dictatorship when they say, oh, the pandemic, you can't, you can't elect anybody. Sorry. Uh, anyway, activists called or moved a thinly veiled attempt to thwart expected opposition gains. The news, uh, this is uh, moving on. This is, this is a little concerning. <clears throat> the new strain of the coronavirus in South Africa is worrying the world. Uh, I warned about this. Uh, you know, we're hoarding vaccines and that allows the uh, virus to mutate. More often, we need to get vaccines to all corners of the world. We really do. And, and, and we should, uh, we really need to do this. Uh, the, the virus is going to mutate if we don't. Um, when it mutates, it has a chance to mutate around the protections that are in the vaccine. Uh, the vaccine creates antibodies that attach to the, uh, the spike protein, which would normally attach to human cells. Uh, that effectively blocks them from spreading and duplicating. But if the spike protein itself mutates enough, the defense may not work. This this new mutation in South Africa uh, called VOC 2020-12-01 alters the spike protein. Uh, By the way, the VOC part of that name in the word VOC 2020-12-01, the VOC part means Variant of concern. Anyway, the UK mutation does not have that same variant of concern. Uh, and so we need to ban, ban flights from South Africa now. I mean, we can't wait a few days like, like um, uh, we did with this UK mutation. We need to ban flights now. Uh, we need to ban flights yesterday, and we haven't done it. Uh, the vaccine may be able to learn enough... Uh, on its own to fight it. Um, think of it this way. Think of a dough ball. Uh, you, you, you grab a dough ball, you make dents in the ball in the shape of your fingers. Let it dry, and your fingers will grab it perfectly, right? Uh, now, f- fill the dough ball so some finger marks aren't in it anymore, and then let it dry again. The shape of your fingers aren't there anymore, but I still may, may, may be able to grab it, just not securely. I may be able to grip it. Personally, I think the virus would likely need to accumulate multiple mutations in the spike protein to evade immunity from the vaccine, but I'm no expert. <clears throat> it, the, the vaccine, think of the vaccine as your hand trying to grab that dough ball. You might be able to grab it, but it might fall out of your hand, which means that it can still infect the cell. So we'll see what happens. So uh, remember the Intelligence Authorization Act included in the same omnibus uh, spending bill uh, as the COVID-19 relief? Um, 
that was passed late December. It also called for an unclassified report of UFOs. It started a 180-day countdown to unclassified reports of UFO disclosures. So, to unclassified. To unclassify these reports of UFO disclosures. So that means end of June, probably nothing will change. <laughs> I don't expect them talking about any, uh, I mean, they're going to talk about UFOs because UFOs mean un unidentified flying objects. They're going to talk about, hey, there was this, it was unidentified, there was that, it was unidentified. There's not going to be any spaceships. Even if there are spaceships from other uh, solar systems or planets or whatever, um, that's probably not going to be... Um, oh, think, think about the wording of this. They're going to unclassify reports of UFO, UFOs. If there is a spaceship, guess what? It's not a UFO. Why? What does UFO stand for? If they identify it as a spaceship from another planet, it's no longer a UFO. <laughs> anyway, that's it. Thanks for listening. Sorry, it took a little bit longer today. There's a lot of stuff in. Uh, <clears throat> I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I really appreciate you. Uh, it's Wednesday, January 6th, 2021, Political Views TV podcast. That's where you Google to find me. I really appreciate you listening. Bring someone with you tomorrow. And remember, always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget it. This is Peter Lawrence reporting from Los Angeles.